Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo, what's going on? It's episode 110. 110 of the podcast, the Corona virus episode i'm giving updates i'm giving insights i'm giving stock tips and I, yes and no <laughs> um, but no i am giving lots of um political social and economic information that i've been gathering over the past several days a lot of developments going on here in tokyo i really wanted to um take some time and talk about it did my best to um again listen to this podcast shoot me an email if you have any more information you want to know about it but i'm not gonna talk too long it's a good a solid hour uh, let's just get into it so all right y'all enjoy oh man oh man what is going on you guys whoo let me let me get this ready let me crack it right now i got a beer ready to go there it is i don't know if you heard that but i bought ugh, i got a lot to talk about with you guys tonight let me let me get settled that I, i got like a couple i got this is a th might be a three beer podcast for me um mm. um actually i'm doing a cleanse uh starting probably not tomorrow day after tomorrow so i was just loading up on junk food and shit uh chocolate and barbecue potato chips and just all the junk food that i want to eat um because yeah i'm gonna be cleansing don't worry i'm gonna explain why um but I, i like to do cleanses every now and then but i haven't done one for a long time probably like psh, maybe even about a year i haven't done one so it's, it's well overdue mm. so tonight is gonna and maybe tomorrow is gonna be one of my late my last lazy eat whatever the fuck you want to kind of days just overdo it you know i was just sitting there eating i, I went to uh costco and i Got, I saw they had barbecue potato chips and I haven't had barbecue potato chips and I don't know how long. So I was like, let me just get, you know, guilty, one guilty pleasure in. So I was just sitting here like scarfing them down until I was sick of them <laughs> for like about 15 minutes. It was like, <laughs> okay, I had enough for like the next five years. So, <laughs> so now I just got, I don't know who the fuck is going to eat the rest of those chips, but whatever, whatever. All right. All right. Okay. You know why we're here. We are here. I got to do it. You probably read the description. Rod, you know I'm going to talk about it. We got the coronavirus episode. And we I got a lot of information I've been gathering. I've been collecting. A lot of shit's been going down in and around Tokyo and all over Japan the past few days. Shit's been going down here and i'm committed you know i've been gathering information watching the news in japan I, i normally don't watch the news but um for the past two nights to get ready for this podcast i've been watching the fucking news you know um you guys got me watching the news damn it <laughs> normally i try and watch, i limit it to like five minutes but i actually watch, sat down and watched the whole fucking news program until they were talking about bullshit but like about 40 minutes of the news you know um the other night and mm, Japanese news mixed with American news so I can kind of compare contrast what they're saying a lot of shit's happening so we're gonna get into it um before we do that I'm just gonna clear the air with the uh, product review which is mm -hmm. 
Gimbi, I don't know, some shit. Like I, I don't even know what it is. I just pick something random because uh, you know, um, fuck it. <laughs> so just check it out. <laughs> it's something. It looks cute. It's like some candy that you make and it looks like French fries and some other shit. Like I don't know. Just just check it out in the link in the description below if you want to. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like whatever. I'm not even trying to sell this shit this time. All right. Um. But yeah, so many things have been going on uh, in Japan uh, since pretty much Thursday. Thursday, I'm, I'm recording this at the end of the month. Um, leap year day is the 29th of uh, February. So happy birthday to anyone born on a leap year. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I'm going to be just completely disrupting the flow of the podcast the whole time. Just guzzling beer. I'm, I'm just letting you know. Cause, um, but you know, the the podcast went. You might you might want to try and get me liquored up like a um, you know, like a girl you're trying to take home from the club. Cause, <laughs> cause you know, you know, I talk more. The more I drink, the more I kind of talk. So, um, yeah, don't don't be bothered by that. Just just let me keep drinking and keep talking. Uh, cause I honestly don't know. Well, well, no, no, I do know how I kind of know how I want to frame this episode, if you will. Um, because, excuse me, sorry about that. Um, oh, nice. My, this, my, what I have here synced with my phone. Good. Good. So that I, I don't have to like squint, strain my eyes to like look at it, the screen. So, all right. Um, so pretty much how I want to try and talk about the coronavirus situation this is all gonna be coronavirus shit okay so if you're sick and tired of hearing it don't listen to it but if you want to know what's really going on in japan my opinion my insight that's what you're gonna get now i want to do this from a political perspective from uh economic perspective and from a social perspective like those are the three kind of aspects i want to i really want to tackle um and, and that's how i'm going to try and approach this my implementation of this is probably going to be scattershot and all over the fucking place. But those are the three angles I'm really going to be coming at this from, right? Um, because just because there's so much information that I've been gathering from, you know, the, just what I see and hear um, from, you know, my observations, talking to family, talking to um, people in Japan, again, my students from a, a lot of different industries. Some of them are actually in the know. A lot, you know, a, a lot of different shit, um, watching the TV, watching the news and just everything just kind of, I've been just trying to soak up everything. Cause I know there, especially people, you know, we have a lot of a good amount of our listeners in America and just watching American news and the way that they're approaching the situation. I know there's a lot of question marks and things like that. I was watching uh, NBC nightly news, you know, they talked about Japan for like five minutes and um it's kind of like just all over it's just like the corona's everywhere it's ah, kind of shit right so 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 um well first off um one thing you might not know mm, mm, which let's actually talk about the virus itself from for, for a second before i do anything i forgot um i forgot to pull up this chart that i i saw i stumbled across like the CDC or somewhere, just about the actual number of infections and things like that, and and deaths and and I, so I would encourage you to do it. I'm not going to look it up now, but I remember like pretty much people 70 and over of uh, the deaths from the coronavirus, like 14 percent have the mortality rate is like 14 percent, 70 and over. When you get down lower, it goes really low, like you know, 
two point whatever point two i think people in their 30s is like point two percent things like that of course you know the the main statistic is that um the mortality rate of the coronavirus is two point something something percent compared with i believe like the regular flu which is point two or point something but um that that piece of data is kind of skewed towards people who are uh, 70 and older right so if you're not over 70 you know, um, of course, do your own research. Don't just take my fucking word for granted. Okay, I'm a English teacher drinking beer. Like, okay, <laughs> okay, please don't get your medical advice from me. All right, <laughs> okay. Um, but, but I would say, like, um, you know, take that into consideration. Another thing which doesn't really get reported, uh, so much on the news is uh you know because it happened with me at first too and i had to kind of check myself psychologically like we hear about the the number of people infected the number of people infected the number of people infected and we kind of tend to think me too i kind of at first i was kind of like oh shit they're everywhere it's like thousands of people walking around like you know ready to kill me with some virus but actually like i, I was watching a chart um, last night and also tonight where um, the news was talking about the timeline of people people infected in Japan. Let me say that in Japan. Japan, oh, don't worry, I'm going to talk about Japan's dealing with this shit. But pretty much what happened was um, the timeline of a person was, you know, confirmed to have corona. For The one timeline I saw, confirmed to have corona, was in the hospital for two days then discharged to the house and for 10 days, you know, until they kind of recovered pretty much. So pretty much similar to like the, it seems similar to the common flu. If you had the flu, that's kind of seems what what I'm feeling like. Yeah, you know, the news is going to dramatic. The, the, the death rattle cough and all this crazy shit. But like, you know, if you had the flu, you know your cough is like really bad and things like that. So from in my frame of mind, like Corona is fucking flu just like swine flu was the fucking flu you know and that's kind of what it is i think it, it, when you hear the numbers about the number of people infected and things like that you don't really hear remember, keep in mind you don't hear anything about the recovery rate you don't hear anything about you know how long they're in the hospital or any shit like that we just kind of hear these numbers and we kind of tend to think it's like AIDS or something. Like once you get coronavirus, you got the shit forever. And there's just like multiples and multiples of people just walking around all over the place with it. When that's not the case, you know, a lot of these people are getting the virus. Yes, they're sick. Yes, they have the flu. Then they're recovering and then they're fine again. Right. So keep that in your mind as, as well as you kind of go through the paces in what you're doing. Keep some perspective in, in reality. I'll explain why uh in a few minutes but but that's kind of some perspective i've kind of had to take stock of um now now how am i going to approach this thing like this is just so much so many anecdotes and so much information that i have okay okay well let, let's stick with the social perspective so the the, the recent development where oh gosh i gotta fucking drink some beer to start talking about this <laughs> mm. I don't know. Okay, we'll eat this elephant one bite at a time, right? So, so the reason why I say keep your level-headed and keep some perspective, let me tell you where I'm at personally with this. So, I don't know if you've, you've been aware, um, but it's, it's the article, one of the articles is in um, the description. I'll make sure I put it there. 
is that as of Thursday night, what happened th Thursday night for me was the ground shift moment, the turning point in uh, the coronavirus situation, right? What happened on Thursday night was basically the Prime Minister Abe, um, excuse me, suggested, sorry, again, so my manners are going to be fucking terrible for this episode. I'm just letting you know I'm going to be burping, I'm going to be drinking, I'm going to be just, I'm not going to be farting, but I'm going to be just chilling out because it's, it's just like a lot of information and I'm just, I've really been making a concerted effort to take in a lot more information than I normally do from the media and from the news. And so, you know, just I'm feeling like there, I do have somewhat of a obligation to really explain, especially to people living in the West, because um, I'm watching some of the news that you're watching. And it really is kind of glazed over what's going on. I say in other Asian countries, not only, you know, there's just numbers in China and Korea and it's everywhere in Italy. And now like it's spreading to other other countries, like, you know, some shit gets kind of lost in the sauce. So uh, especially this region. So just giving you another aspect to kind of think about. So, mm, mm. all right. So what I was saying is, um, the reason why, yeah, so Thursday, Thursday, well, let me take walking through a timeline, what happened with me from my perspective. So Thursday was a really watershed moment in this virus situation because um, on Thursday, Prime Minister Abe announced that he recommended all, all elementary school, junior high, and high schools nationwide closed, right, all public schools. Um, Ironically, kindergartens, national kindergartens, were not recommended. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out why. I was getting a few different reasons why. It was still kind of confusing to me uh, why, theories why. So I'm not going to touch why kindergartens weren't, weren't recommended to be closed. Now, the thing is, like, a recommendation for him to say schools should be closed is a de facto demand that schools be closed. Like, Japan is a very subtle country, so... You know, him him recommending is is basically saying fucking do it, you know, and um, every student I've talked to, I've talked to several kids, high school, junior high school, elementary, their, their schools are closing, right? Um, it's been maybe a couple of days difference. I think one kid was like the middle of next week, you know, some, but the majority Monday, they're going to be closed for a month. Now you, you'll hear a month um say you the term a month used mm. in actuality like it's going to be a month but the japanese school year ends in uh, march and the new school year begins in april so um schools are going to be closed for two weeks but those two weeks are the last few weeks of the school year so that's going to bleed over into spring spring holiday, which is time where kids are going to be off. Anyway, that equals a month, right? So that's that. Now, the thing is, final exams for a lot of kids are fucking this coming week. so uh, Or this coming week or the next few weeks. So basically, it seems like final exams for a lot of kids is just going to be called off. And it's just going to say, fuck it. You know, so they're kind of, a lot of kids are kind of happy about that. Or they're, they're not even happy about it. They're just like, I just want to know what's going on. Japanese kids are like that. There's like uh, any and Japanese people are like that. Any uncertainty, they're just like, just tell me what's happening. So from Thursday, anyway, um, yeah, schools are closed. To yesterday, 
excuse me, sorry, again, sorry. Um, I found out that my school, which is a conversational English school, is going to be closed for two weeks, which is completely, this is all completely unprecedented shit, by the way. This is like, like, imagine for a second, wherever you live, mm, your state, your prefecture, your country, I don't know, I don't know how big it is. Just imagine, yeah, um, well, there's 100 million people in Japan, right? So 100 plus, give or take, million people in Japan, right? So however much 100 million people would be in reference to where you live, whether it's your state, whether it's your country, whatever. Imagine all the schools in that area closing for a month, right? Imagine how working parents would have to deal with Like, you know what I'm saying? Like parents, childcare, like you got first graders like not going to school for a month. You know what I'm saying? You got like second graders not going to school for a month. Working parents, single moms, all this shit. Like, you know, then companies as well are um probably I from the students I've talked to you know the, between like the last few days of work let's say 50 70 uh, not, not not that many let's say 30 people all right let's just give or take 30 people I, I've talked to um I, I would say off the top of my head like about half of the ones I've asked are gonna be kind of working remotely um from 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 their jobs now working remotely is kind of a tricky thing in japan because japanese people love being in the office and they love meetings but mm, it seems like a, a lot of majority of country, companies are really canceling events whenever they can um you know getting uh allowing people to work remotely um, even if they don't really have the proper systems for it, you know, and checks and balances for it, because Japan was really, is really resistant to change. And so working remotely is not a thing that was really a thing here in Japan, even for single parents. But it's kind of a, some, something that's being thrust on the society right now. And pretty much like you might be like, why did the prime minister, he's like, whoa, he's just laying down the gauntlet with such a, with such a heavy kind of thing. It's really, we have to, to answer this question, uh, we have to go back in time a bit, right? And I mean, now I can get to some of my anecdotes. Um, but before before I do that, let me talk about um, today. Oh, shit, there's just so much stuff to say. It's just, it's, I, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm just going to be jumping around all over the place, right? Because every topic I talk about just leads into another one. I feel like I'm not really going as in-depth as I should be. Um, so I'm going to try and take my time, um, but um, but it really is, I'm just trying to like cram like a bunch of shit in my head, like out into this podcast right now. So please forgive me if, if I bounce around. So um, I'll just walk you through a timeline. So from, so from there, um, yesterday it was announced that my school would be closing for two weeks. Um, now, I... I Tax season is also here, which you mentioned previously. I filed my taxes. So government offices, everything's closing. They're going to extend uh, the deadline to file until the end of March, I've heard. Um, which so I'm thankful that I fucking got my shit over and done with. Um, you know, um, Costco, I went to Costco today. Costco is the fucking best. Which I got to talk about the fucking toilet paper. Um, I don't know... <laughs> Oh, there's just so much shit to talk about. So, Japan had, and this is like, again, take take all these anecdotes. If you're thinking about coming to Japan, 
think about what I'm saying in the context of what how I'd like you to get into a frame of mind to understand like how Japanese people react to extreme situations and this helps you organize and you know collect resources and get what you need to get done in these types of situations right for example um I knew from as soon as that announcement was made some you gotta go grocery shopping real fucking fast because you know, Japanese people are going to, like, panic buy and swarm and buy shit. Like, but it, it, unlike in America, there's kind of this, there's this, this period where people just freeze here. And um, the first few days is kind of like that. Uh, like I said, luckily we have stocks of stuff here in my house. I just went out and bought some. I went, bought, I got, we got way too much bread. I just checked right now. Um, but uh, luckily wheat bread is not popular here. So we got a bunch of wheat bread. But like, um, whatchamacallit, yeah, and one thing people panic by is toilet paper, right? It, this time as well, there was a, a rumor online that there's not enough toilet paper because of face masks. You know, face masks, of course, a, I'm sure you've probably seen there's a shortage of face masks flying all around the place. And now the toilet paper rumor has started that there's not going to be enough toilet paper because you, the same material for toilet paper is used for face masks and blah, blah, blah. Now, this is not the first time that toilet paper shortages has come up in Japan. During the earthquake, the same thing happened. And it seems that, like, um, when disaster strikes, Japanese people run for the toilet paper first. And that's the one thing that they're swarming to buy. So it, it started during the oil shocks of the, of the 1970s. I, I forgot why, but... Um, I think if you just Google, I'm not going to do it. You just Google like Japan, oil shock, 1970s, toilet paper. Information will come up. Pictures will come up. And you'll kind of see people swarming like zombies to try and buy up all the damn toilet paper. And I don't know why, but that kind of urban legend or way of thinking has kind of maintained itself. So if you're ever in Japan and there, one, keep a stock of toilet paper is what I would recommend. Excuse me. Two, if there is a, um, and also that goes for feminine products as well. If there is a, a um, disaster or something like that, or emergency situation, run your ass out and buy some toilet paper as soon as you fucking can. Okay, like just do that because, whew, I went to Costco. That shit was ghost town. Like it was like no paper anywhere. Um, Mm. And a few days ago, come to think of it, like my my mother in law went shopping and she just strolled in with some extra toilet paper, and I was like, okay. I, I mean, I didn't notice it, but now I'm I'm looking in the the place where all the toilet. I'm like, we got a lot of toilet paper up in here. <laughs> Good looking, you know, you know. And so definitely um, do that if 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 you are in Japan uh, in in the near future, right? Um, that's kind of an important thing to keep in the back of your mind. Toilet paper is number one. You know, some extra rice. Um, but but like, why? Okay, where do I want to go from this? That's there, 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 there. Uh, another thing, face mask, right? Like I'm seeing. I, I'm just feeling the atmosphere of Japan. People getting kind of antsy, and Japanese people when they get antsy like that, they kind of do sometimes irrational shit like and from my western perspective like they like 
I, I've been, I've heard stories and I've seen people lining up in front of drugstores for face masks for like an hour before it opens, 50 lines of 20 people, 50 people just lining up just to get inside a fucking drugstore. Japanese people actually like to wait and seem to like to wait in line for some reason. I don't know. I see. I guess it seems like something's like popular or something. If you see people lining up, Japanese people are going to line up for it too. Um, I don't know why, but, but yeah, I was telling my mother, my wife and my mother-in-law to earlier today, I was like, yo, we need to, um, you know, um, get this shit now. I was like, I'm going to Costco tonight because this is going to be bare. Um, and not, and not like in a panic kind of way. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not panicking at all. Well, all I'm doing in this situation is I'm watching very carefully the people who are panicking so that I can outmaneuver them. That's all I'm doing, right? Like, and that's what I do in every situation. Like, I'm purposely, okay. Because remember, Japanese people are the same. So, not not the same. I'm not going to overgeneralize like that. But you know what I'm saying. Like, generally speaking, the majority of people in Japan think in similar ways. So, they're going to move in similar ways, right? So, if you really look at what the majority of people are doing, and you can kind of zig when they zag, or you can zag when they zig, which, same fucking shit. But you, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Like if you z- zag when they zig, you can kind of like you know beat people to the punch a lot. Like right now, people are really freaking out over preventative. Like for example, when I was in Costco, I realized like people are really free these next few weeks stocking up on food, certain types of food like um, rice, like I told you, toilet paper, things like that, and face masks you know, waiting in line for that. I've already covered that. You know, we were good on that because I've already been prepared for that like for a while by chance, you know. But now when I was in Costco, I was like, everyone's preparing for, you know, the chill, quiet two weeks. But if for some reason, you know, this kind of outbreak continues and escalates even more, it's really going to shift to not prevention but treatment you know is going to be the thing supplies you need for treatment so um when i was in costco there's like these little heat gel kind of packs that you can put to um, cool yourself down and they have like a bunch of them a shitload of them so i bought a you know two big packs like nobody was around buying those at all and i was just like do 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 you know got a couple of those because if in like um two months or let's say one two months whatever we don't know if like you know this kind of spread continues and you know someone knock on wood someone in my family does get the flu and there's a bunch of cases all over japanese hospitals are already not able to handle all the the cases so they're not going to be able to handle everything so we're just going to have to ride this shit out more than likely you know and you know like Odds are, like, those kind of things is what you're going to need. You're going to need face masks. You're going to need, like, gel heat packs to kind of ice packs and things like that to kind of keep you cool. And you're going to need lots of liquids. Like, I'm going to go out and get some sports drinks at my leisure because I already know people are not really buying those like that either. But sports drinks and stuff like that. And stock that stuff up, too, because... um, we're good on prevention. We're good on food. The next thing I'm, I'm going to get ahead of the curb is, is you know, um, treatment, treatment-related stuff. So I'll probably, I was thinking I'm going to call home uh, my parents and, like, see if I could get some, some American medicine sent here because, 
it, it, but you know, that's how I think. And that's what I would encourage you to think, you know, cause that will probably take a few weeks um, or days or weeks for it to arrive here in Japan. And during this quiet time, I prefer, I like me personally, how I, how I tend to do things. I'm, I'm, I'm a very much counterculture kind of guy. So when people are moving fast, I like to move slow. When people are moving slow, I like to move fast. Right. And so um, now is kind of a fast, it's, it, before it was like a slow time, you know, in Japan. So I was kind of uh, moving slow, but now it's kind of fast. So I'm kind of like slowing down, assessing things really, you know, the situation, thinking ahead, per- forecasting ahead, and just kind of like setting up the pieces that need to be set up so that, you know, I'm just like, do, 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 hey, hey, hey. I got it. <laughs> I was telling my wife, like, when I was in line, I don't know if it was in my head or whatever, but, um, I was, it was the cost, the line and cost was, was really long. And so, um, when I got to like the register, I started putting all my stuff in the cart, uh, a family was behind me and, the, and of course everyone's watching what everyone else is buying. And so I put in like the little cooling packs down on the thing and the family behind me got quiet for like five minutes and they just didn't say anything. They were just like, Oh, okay. You know, mm. I don't know if they thought someone in my family was sick or they were just like, oh, shit, yeah, we might need to buy that. <laughs> but but I was like, yeah, you might want to buy that. Like, they got them now. <laughs> so, I don't know, like, if, you know, if people start popping up sick left and right, like, shit ain't going to last long because there wasn't that many there. But um, but that that's all I would say you know, for a personal perspective. So pretty much for the next two weeks, I'm going to be in the house the majority of the days, I'm spending time. My my son's daycare is still on, so uh, I, don't, I don't really know what, how daycare and kindergarten services, that's still in, in limbo, and they're going to be under a lot of pressure, you know, because if you have parents who are still trying to work or still need to go to work, they're like the last resort, you know, they're the last line of defense, and so if that falls, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, speaking of which, it, you know, I mean... Uh, Oh, speaking of business, like just just messaging people from different industries, the food and services industry is getting hit really hard. Tourism here is getting re- hit really hard. This is very, very deflationary, extremely deflationary for the economy. Um, so we're going to get into economic talk a little bit. Like um, before I do that, let me grab a beer. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me grab one more beer. Beer number two so I can start that shit. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> Sorry. I already, I already opened the beer. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, let's get into a little bit of, uh, economic talk. Now, like I said, this is all very, very deflationary for the economy, right? Even though, even if people are working and, um, remotely and things like that, the pace and speed of work and the pace of the speed of the economy is definitely slowing down and it's going to slow down even more. Like on my way back from Costco, I've seen, I saw a restaurant still kind of operating, uh, pretty normally because of the weekend. Um, I guess people are really trying to stay out and get active as, as much as they can while they, while they can. Um, I anticipate that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, th- this is kind of the initial, sh- from my theory will be that this is the initial phase of this thing, right? Um, initially there's just, it's just the, um, shock factor people preparing and trying to deal with the situation at hand over the next week week and a half uh, maybe even two weeks in two maybe three weeks we're going to get into the 
oh shit, this shit's spreading. You know, like even two weeks of just no one doing shit. When everyone starts being active again, the virus is going to spread even more again, you know, of course. So at that point in time, how are people going to react? Are they going to clam up? Probably so, you know, go like turtle shell on us and, and, and really hide out, which is, you know, deflationary already. I can say, I can tell you firsthand Chinese tourism is, is down the stinker. I was reading something, it might be one of the articles that um, some of the flights in from China have been down 66%, which means, you know, restaurant industry, which means travel tourism industry, which means shopping, which means like Kyoto tourism. Kyoto is probably a ghost town right now. Um, Osaka is probably a ghost town right now. Um, you know, hotel industry, like all of these industries are probably being hit really hard and they're going to continue to be hit really hard. Right. Um, knowing firsthand, like talking to some of my students from different industries, like cell phone manufacturers, um, overhearing conversations from architects talking about materials, building materials being shipped out of, um, China, um, construction industry materials, you know, being the construction being being delayed. I think one of my students was saying construction on their renovation on one of their apartments where they were moving into it was delayed. You know, meetings, sites being canceled, conferences being canceled left and right. I'm just hearing, you know, this is like all, and this is not only, this is in Japan. So I can imagine in China, it's 10 times worse, right? So, and this situation is not going away anytime soon, at least for like, I would say these cold months, at least until like April, May, we're going to have to see if the warmer months kind of start to decrease like the infection rate of the virus. That's just common sense, right? So even if with these two weeks, like I, I was telling people like, let's say for example, two weeks, every everything stays exactly the way it is now, or it starts to get a little bit worse, right? Um, what, what are we going to do? We're going to, we're going to go another two weeks. We're going to go three weeks. We're going to go, no, we, you can't do that. Right. They can't, the, basically the start of the new fiscal year is April. So I'm pretty sure the government already has in their mind that the latest that they can go, which will probably be, you know, all of April, all of, sorry, all of March is what I'm feeling. Um, after that, they got to kind of jumpstart the economy. Otherwise, like, it's just going to continue to keep sinking. You see what the stock market is doing. You see all this stuff. Personally speaking, I think, um, let me see. Let me see if I can put that article in there. After that, I forgot to get that ready. Um, personally speaking, I'm thinking, if, you, if you're if you familiar with economics, that helicopter money at some point is in play here. Um, it already has been. Oh, hold on. Whoa, one second. <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> um, um. Hong Kong. One second. Let me try and find this article for you guys. Uh, yeah, already um, Hong Kong is um, releasing helicopter money to people. And if you're not familiar with what, what helicopter money is, is um, it was a coin term by Bain Bernanke um, during the previous economic crash, which means direct cash handouts to people. So it was kind of like a thing. It basically, if the economy gets really bad, that's a possible option is what he said. And for me, a lot of some people, and, and me too, take it as kind of like one of the last 
death throes of um, quantitative easing policy. If all else fails, just fucking give people money. And it seems like this is kind of might be one of the phases that we're in. All right, there it is. I, I'll put, I added that to it as well. In Hong Kong, has is given in U.S. dollars about twelve hundred bucks cash, just handouts to every permanent resident. Um, in living in Hong Kong just to help them absorb the cost, I guess, of, or keep the economy from going completely deflationary. Or it might be other alternative reasons for it as well. But mm. but just here in Japan, like like I said, the economy contracted over 6% um, in the previous quarter. This quarter has got to be over 10%. It might even be 15 It might even be 20 I don't even know how much it's going to be. The numbers are going to come out in a few months, but it's going to be bad, right? So... If this situation draws out, like, there's got to be, you know, some type of bazooka coming from the government I or the Bank of Japan, right? And I do think it will come in some form or way in the form of direct or indirect financial support for parents, for companies, things like that. Because people are going to, like, I read my first report of a, of a hot spring somewhere going bankrupt. Um, because of just the drop off in, in number of cancellations and they got into a cash flow pinch they had to file for bankruptcy. And this type of shit is gonna um I think happen more and more and more. Restaurants, small businesses and companies and things like that. And in this situation I'm kinda like happy with the for the business model that I have where I'm like I want like an empty company with no employees, no nothing, no no overhead because I purposely want to be hands off when shit like this happens. Like it's just me grinding out doing my thing, you know, and that's how I kind of like it. And that's how I kind of want it. Like, mm. thinking about my former boss, I'm sure he's like sweating bullets right now. Um, because you know, if, if you're not able to hold classes, you still got to pay for people. You got to pay for rent. You got to do all this shit. She can get kind of real sticky really, really fast, you know? Um, so this is highly deflationary. Japan, the Japan is already a deflationary economy. Uh, I'm kind of watching. You know, the stock market's low. Gold is an all-time high in Japanese yen. Um, I think a week or two ago. Uh, I'm really looking at what the fuck is gonna happen. Not now. You know, not tonight. Again, it's like the for me the calm before the growing storm. I kind of feel something's. Um, in the next like week and a half, two weeks, I wanna I wanna kind of reevaluate what's gonna happen with the mood or atmosphere of the people, the stock market, and everything, especially after this 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 hiatus really starts and continues, because um, nothing out of China is gonna be moving for any time soon. Nothing out of you know Japan is gonna be moving anytime soon. Um, there's really not going to be at least, a, at least a month. Let me say that from Japan, I can say for sure, at least two weeks from Japan, nothing's going to be moving here in Japan, right? It's going to Japan's, it, the whole of Japan's going to grind to a halt for at least two weeks. Um, China as well. Everything's going to be grinding to a halt at least a month is what I, I, my, I'm probably 100% sure at least a month. So that means like, you know, if you are into stocks, you're in, I'm, I'm not giving, okay, I'm an English teacher drinking beer, talking shit, in, you know, on my sofa, right? And living in Japan. But I've encouraged my wife, I've encouraged my mother in law. Again, I, I'm kind of focused on my thing. If I wasn't, I'd be doing it as well. Now is the time to do your research, start eyeing stocks like that, that you might want to cherry pick or things like that because you don't know what's going to happen, how long this is. I'm not saying like buy shit tomorrow. 
you know, but if you're in the know or you're interested in the stock market, you, you know, now might be the time to really start doing research on what you want to get into, you know, in the coming weeks, months, however the fuck this draws out. Um, but, but this is not like a quick correction that's going to be over tomorrow on the Japan side at all. Right. And on the China side at all. That's what, that's what I would say. Not again, not ensuing panic, not anything like that, but just, you know, again, when people are kind of moving, I try to be quiet. I be still now. I think is the time to be still evaluate shit and, you know, go. Cause when, you know, um, yeah, when people start freezing and freaking out, that's the time like to really move and get shit together and, and know what you're doing, you know? So, mm. sorry, I might be saying that op- backwards. Now everyone's freezing. So now's the time to be on the move and, and really like get your shit together. So when everyone starts panicking, you know, and running all over the place, like chickens with their heads cut off, you can kind of be like, okay, boop, 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 because you've got all your ducks in order, you know? Um, and it, and Again, in the land of the blind, the one I met is king. Very much right now, I feel like I'm in the land of the fucking blind because people are just like, I can, you can feel it. You know, you can, I like riding around, walking around, I can feel the tension in the air in Tokyo a bit, you know. Um, before, it was more of just a general worry about the virus in and of itself. Like I told you, coughing or face masks and stuff like that. Now is more like, shit got real, you know, shit's affecting my life, um, kind of thing. And I can kind of feel the unease of a lot of people, excuse me, in the air. So I'm chilling. Don't get me wrong. I'm chilling. Like I'm going to spend some, I'm going to take my son to the park. I'm going to fucking like hang out. I'm going to do some videos, you know, do it. Like I said, do a cleanse, uh, do some studying, do some reading as much as I can, uh, make some con- online content. And really, uh, once I get locked in and settled in to, like I said, this weekend, I'm just moving around to get get whatever needs to be done in order because I'm not sure if, like, for example, Costco or I, I don't take it for granted that any thing is going to be open. You know, I got some cash, like, just in case. And, and so... I mean, I've had that, like, you know, already, just in case, like, you know, whatever the fuck happens, like, I'm kind of, we're kind of locked in and, and ready for whatever the fuck happens, so we don't have to worry about it, so we can just, like, go amongst our, go o- about our daily lives, and then, you know, I like, I, I'm the type of dude, I'm, I, I'm an urban survivalist, is how I like to tell myself, I like, I, I want to be in the position where, you know, if, like, oh, shit, this has happened, I'm like, oh, no, it's, it's cool, I got you guys, bloop, 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 and whatever we need to do is all good, so... So, yeah, um, like I'll fucking drink beer, talk shit tonight. Tomorrow I'll probably do a few other quick things and then just like hang out with my family pretty much the, the, the whole day, take a fucking nap, eat some fucking snacks, and then like on Monday get ready to fucking do a cleanse, you know, so. So that's it, but definitely do that, right? Now, now let's get into the the, the, the last part of this thing we need to talk about is the political part right now this is let me see i took some notes let me let me just kind of walk through i'm just gonna read out some of my bullet points that i wrote down 
Um, and I'm just gonna if if something I haven't touched on, I'm just gonna like blurt out some shit. So um, remote work change coming through. Pay. Ah, yeah, okay. So um, uh, I was talking about remote work earlier in Japan. So um, this is I think this is a good example of a change in Japan coming through pain, not not by choice, right? By force, but not by choice. And you know, remote work and things like that. But a lot of companies they're ill prepared for this. You know, let me say not say a lot, but some companies are ill prepared for this. But they have no choice, right? Because Japan's like um, it's like dominoes, right? Again, nothing, 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 nothing. Boom! Once that first domino is pushed. It just goes rapidly, you know. So um, the prime minister went on Thursday when he said, like, hey, you should close the schools. Hey, companies, y'all should fucking chill the fuck out. That was that first domino being pushed over. And you can just see it just, like, spreading all over the place, right? And in those situations the lack of foresight of a lot of like businesses, companies, institutions really comes to a head because don't worry, I'm going to talk about the fucking treatment shit. Like, Oh gosh, I got to talk about that. Um, but I'm so, yeah, I'm just going to say it really comes to a head. So understanding, like I was talking to my wife about it, like, yo, this is just how Japan is. And this really exposes the weak point of Japanese society. You know, if it's, if it's like, if it's like, uh, um, uh, an event with like a clear target or something. Japanese people are great, right? Amazing. Like I, it's like an ant colony here. So like it's like an ant colony. I, I don't mean it to say it in a um, demeaning kind of way, but there's no definite leader, you know, clear leader. Everyone just kind of does their own thing. They know what they're supposed to do, so they kind of just jump into action and form like a human chain and then just make some shit happen, you know, which is awesome. But if there's some, um, if there's some, uh, whatchamacallit, like unexpected kind of shit or anything that's, you know, out of the ordinary, that's when shit gets kind of sticky, right? That, that's when, um, the shit really hits the fan and people don't really know how to deal with it pretty much. Like they, they... You see the panic in people's face. There's no accountability. There's no one to say, hey, you guys. And there's no leader to step up and say, hey, you guys, we're doing it this way. Boom, 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 boom. And and that's where, like, the craps in, in the system really come. And people, beforehand, people don't really take the time. Even if they think about it, no one really wants to step up and be like, hey, we need to do it this way. And because it's a group society, even if you do that, no one will move anyway because it's the wall of pillows, right? So... This is where all those things kind of come to a head. Mm. So change really happens by force in these situations. And and, and, and people just like, fuck it, we just got to figure it out. You know, it's the initial shock, like, oh, shit, we're so fucked up. And then people kind of, again, the ant colony recovers and they kind of move to build and, and adapt however best way they can. Again, I think it's I think it could be a possible turning point to possible turning point for Japanese business culture. That remains to be seen as far as the willingness of people to actually change and adapt and how much pain will be felt by this situation, how long it drags out, how much, how many companies suffer, go bankrupt because of their inability to uh, do biz conduct business in 21st century ways. That's going to be something I'm going to be looking for out for as well. Um, oh gosh, I got to talk about this. Shit. Okay. So why, why did the prime minister, um, 
um, make this drastic situation call in the first place. It needs to be asked, right? Mm. Mm. Two possible reasons. First, first big one of okay, the elephant in the room is the Olympics, right? I'm sure if you've heard, like you know, the there's been growing doubts and concerns as to whether Japan would be holding the Olympics. I talked about, I think I talked about it in the previous episode. It's been a real thing, and um, I can imagine that in Japan, like once those rumors were starting, like a few, uh, like about a week, week and a half ago, the prime minister. Remember, a lot of stuff happens behind the scenes here. You know how I can't even imagine how many sponsors huge like Toyota and fucking banks and heads of these motherfuckers are calling the prime ministers, calling the bureaucrats, like having dinners with them, like, yo, yo, you gotta make sure this shit happens. You gotta do something. Like, you know, cause we put a lot of money up for this thing and we are not fucking happy. Like, you know, I can just imagine the grumbling that's going on that was been going on behind the scenes as soon as like the criticism for the response to the government um as far as the outbreak goes came up don't worry i'm going to talk about that too but that's one of the major reasons i think um what motivated this need for public good to really take a hard line like hey we're good. The Olympics are good. We're in, we got it in control. Another situation that happened, um, which, which, well, why the school closings were such a big thing is, um, I caught one story and I think I heard it might've happened again, but basically a few weeks ago, I don't know how long ago, let me see, some time ago, um, in one of the suburbs of Tokyo, there was basically a teacher who had the coronavirus and sorry let me adjust this and apparently had a fever for like two weeks showed up for work hanging around kids all day every day and and then later was found to have the virus and they had to basically close the school and and and, and you know everything like that so I think those two factors made the prime minister be like, okay, we were showing parents, we're in, you know, we're on top of things. We're showing the international community we're on top of things um, because the criticism and the grumblings have really been growing as far as like the the, nat- the nonchalant nature of, of the government, um, you know, shitty ass response. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm about that yeah you talk about that okay talk about that oh yeah it was interesting too like how quickly the atmosphere changes because like the day the prime minister on thursday the day the prime minister announced like we're doing this shit they were i was watching on the news every fucking politician in the the diet which is like the japanese kind of congress was wearing face masks and like a pr kind of thing of course they're like all of the politicians are wearing face masks it's like things snap into place here very quickly it's like yesterday like uh, you know someone else i know i won't say the person but someone else i know their company um was supposed to was like a few days ago like yo we're doing business as usual we got this conference we're doing you know everything's fine then the next day is like you know what we're just canceling everything like and then the next day it was like you know what just don't even come to work just work remotely if you can fuck this shit like it's a very kind of quick what it is is japan works it kind of like under reaction then overreaction 
You know, it, it's not like a foresight and escalation. It's like nothing, then boom, we're going from like death, we're going from like zero to 150. You know, not like on time. It's like when it's too late, it's like, it's like a person who's like a race starts, they're tying their shoelaces, checking their cell phone, and then they're like, oh shit, the race is, the race is on. And they don't try to like run, they run off and like grab like a fucking, you know, motorcycle or something and go and try and catch up with everybody you know and then go crash into a fucking wall (laughs) that's really what it feels like it's just such a manic kind of thing it was like yo if you just thought about this before did a little bit of foresight like you wouldn't be like running around so crazy right now and that's kind of what's happening in japan but like you know but also you gotta remember like that japanese spirit or essence of like we're working hard kind of works kicks into high gear in this situation too doing something is very important not the result of what you're doing but the fact that you're doing something and for me that's where um goes back to like lining up in in front of like fucking um uh with drugstores and shit like that we're doing something to fight the virus we're doing something to ensure our safety even if it's like fucking lining up like like a okay i'm not gonna say it like a, yeah, i got a couple beers in me lining up looking like a fucking idiot in front of like you know um a drugstore for like two hours to get like one face mask when you could have just like kept a few extra in there or you know when the shit first or not even when it first started yeah but just fucking do, i don't know I, I don't know i don't know i can't i'm not take back i'm not calling the people idiots i'm just saying it looks fucking crazy you know it really does look crazy mm. Mm. but you know um i can't really say anything about it again it is just panic buying and whatever people can do make them let me walk let me walk it back whatever people are doing that makes them feel better they're not hurting anybody so it's fine but it just looks crazy trust me like it's weird um now we gotta talk about the diamond princess like so okay this is the last thing i'm gonna talk about probably and 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 then get out of here so excuse me now, I talked to one student in the... Because you might be like, why did the Diamond... If you know about the Diamond Princess, which is like a cruise ship that was under quarantine, that was stuck in harbor, but it, it was handled all fucking crazy. Like, they were letting people off the boat. People were slipping off the boat. and It was just crazy. Like, people who got off the boat, like, like about a week and a half ago, the reporters were following them around, doing interviews, going to the houses and shit. And, like, it's like... The quarant- it was just crazy. It's like, yo, you should these people should be quarantined. What the fuck are you guys doing? But I found out today why. So, um, one of my students who's like really, really um in like the medical industry, like has her ear to the pulse of like, you know, directly from the government and the institutions getting first hand information. Um, she was telling me that One of the reasons why shit's so fucked up in Japan is because the Japanese doesn't have an equivalent of the American CDC, the Center for Disease Control. You know, in America, the CDC is going to take over. And and probably Japan and China, not Japan, South Korea and China have equivalent. You know, probably all, most, I don't know, probably mostly all developed countries have an equivalent department like that that comes in and is like, okay, they make 
they're making direct recommendations. They're kind of, you know, indirectly or directly calling shots and be like, yo, we need to do this. We need to do that. You know, have a strong impact. The ear of the people. I don't know how it works in America exactly. If the CDC just directly runs it or the president empowers them or they just like completely just take over shit over. I don't know. But you can tell the CDC is like really running the show. You know, they're right in the front. Japan doesn't have an equivalent of the CDC, according to the person I talked to. Let me say this, right? Um, Japan has, um, the closest thing Japan has to the CDC is a research division. So they gather information. They do a lot of research, but they don't really have the systems or the personnel or the authority to really go in, like I said, and be that leader to be like, you know, come on, you guys, we're going this way. We need to set this shit up. We need to do this. We need to do that. I was looking at something about Korea, like, you know, in the past few days, the past week, they said a drive through fucking, um, you know, check screening set places like over 390 of them all over the country. That's why the numbers in Korea are going up so much because they're finding people who have um, the virus. You know, they're getting them, they're checking them, they're quarantining them, they're treating them, whatever the fuck they're doing to them. Japan, man, I was watching the news, what they do, like like a typical clinic, like the people are coming in, they're pushing the, to the regular entrance. They're like, hey, can you just put on face masks? The doctor's going to see you. The doctor's just walking in, talking to him like a regular fucking patient. Like, you know, he's calling the main hospitals, but the line's busy because there's one line. And what that is, is because there's no CDC, there's no, you know, central authority that's taking care of this. Everything's running through the uh, I don't know exactly what department, but it's basically running through bureaucrats and bureaucrats are calling the shots. So what happens in Japan is like you have such a group culture. There's meetings, there's discussions, there's, you know, all of these kind of talking going on. But it's being done by old ass Japanese people who are bureaucrats sitting behind their desk and not people with hands on knowledge, you know, who have been in the field dealing with this shit. Like the the person in charge of the health and labor, whatever, like not the person in charge in front of the cameras, like the head of it who's been working there forever. He's been sitting in front of a building looking at fucking documents like for the past 30 years. So he he's not the best person to, to judge how to best contain this situation but he's the person in charge so that's when you get like no keep him on the boat fuck let him off the boat fuck like in, in all this crazy shit like oh shit they're off the boat but god damn it like you know when in america it's like yo quarantine these motherfuckers for a few weeks you know like see what the fuck is going on and then we'll take it from there and another thing i wanted to say is that in japan like this is another thing that really helps you understand japanese culture compared with for example american culture Hmm. In Japan, the big thing is um, group, the group, the rights of the group. So each individual in the group is treated equally, right? In the West, the greater good is the important thing, right? So people will sacrifice for the greater good, or you will sacrifice people for the greater good, right? You're going to quarantine a motherfucker for a couple of weeks to stop them from spreading the virus to everyone else. Japan's kind of more hesitant to do shit like that because because if you think about it, it's like a zero-sum game because every if everyone is an equal member of society and everyone is equally valued in society, that means you hesitate to 
to inconvenience or hurt or damage or you know, let's say inconvenience someone for the benefit of everyone else because everyone's the same and everyone's equal, has equal status. So the people in the boat were kept on the boat for a while, but you know, as quickly as possible, they wanted to get them off the boat because the complaints of people on the boat were equal to the danger to society, if you will, until it became a PR fucking nightmare for them. And then, you know, they're like, oh shit, okay, we, we got to do something, you know, but it's already, the cat's already out of the bag at that point. You know, if, if for me, as soon as like the, the, the Diamond Princess situation happened a couple of weeks ago, boom, where's the quarantine center? But like, that's what like, but I'm like, I knew like, this is Japan. They're going to bumble this shit. And if you heard me talk about before, that's why I think I said, like, I don't really have any confidence in the of the government to deal with this type of shit because of stuff like this. Right. These kind of unexpected things where you really have to think outside the box, you really act quickly, act boldly is not Japan. Japan is more like a marathon runner type of, of country. You know, it, it's not like a cross country or, you know, where like you got some sudden obstacles or like you sprinter type country it's like a marathon it's not even a marathon it's a speed walking country that's what it is it's a fucking speed walking country like they're just walking strolling as fast as they can you know but anything unexpected that goes on is just not going to be handled well at all it's just it's just going to be because it's a lot of back and forth like oh well no we can't we can't do this we shouldn't do this i don't like that so incremental japan's too incremental to really act boldly in a lot of situations like this and so now these over at reactions are kind of stemming from that and and, and you get shit like this going on when it's like yo you could have kind of might have been able to really like you know stem this shit or curtail this shit a lot more beforehand. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what's going to be. Ooh, we're perfect. We're at about an hour. So I'm I'm getting kind of drunk. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, I hit all the major um, points I wanted to hit looking at my list right now. And, and I think I'm going to stop things there. I'm going to try and um, upload this tonight. So I'm going to have another beer edit this video before I go to bed, so, um, if I don't pass out, <laughs> but I had three beers, like, I'm not passing out, but I'm kind of tired from just, I worked with no break for lunch, from, like, in the morning to, like, afternoon, ran home, uh, ran to Costco, and then came back, so, um, I'm a little bit sleepy, but I'm gonna try, no guarantees, try to upload this podcast tonight, because I know this information is a bit more, you know, time sensitive, if you will. Like I know, like some listeners might want to hear about it and know what's going on here. So I'll just try and like man up and, and just get it done tonight. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Again, if you have any questions about anything else, you want me to expand anything else um, for the next podcast, I might. I probably I got. I'm gonna have time to kill. So uh, if I do get questions or anything pressing or anything pressing happens, I might just record earlier i might even double I don't, I don't know i might even double up on the podcast depending on if i'm how i feel or whatever um i was thinking about doing some extra content for youtube for, not for youtube for um fucking instagram if, if you um possibly just like i don't know doing some doing some shit i don't, I don't know um but well, i'll figure it out but yeah all right i'm just ending things there Thanks for listening. I'm about to yawn. Yeah. Okay, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up and get this shit done. But um, I'm good over here. Hope you're good over there. And I'll holler at you next time. All right, y'all.
Peace.